Welcome to the video book summary of Sell Your Thoughts, How to Earn a Million Dollars a Year as a Thought Leader. This book was written by Matt Church, Peter Cook, and Scott Steen, published in 2013 and weighing in at 252 pages. How to Earn a Million Dollars a Year as a Thought Leader. This book is a call to action, an invitation for you to bring your thinking into the world. This book is about moving from being someone who knows something to someone who's known for knowing something and being able to derive a fabulous commercial gain from that. The book is a great read and I highly recommend you buy it as it is loaded with great information and insights into the world of selling your thoughts. So without further ado, I bring you the video book summary of Sell Your Thoughts. But first, a little bit about the authors. Matt Church. Matt is the founder of Thought Leaders Global, an innovative entrepreneur, best-selling author, speaker, and serial infopreneur. Peter Cook. Pete is a living, breathing case study of a thought leader. Five successful businesses, business consultant, coach, and author. And Scott Stein, director of Thought Leaders Global and runs three successful business practices. Also founding member of the charity Hands Across the Water. Introduction. We define thought leadership as thinking in action. If you organize in such a way that others will pay for them, you just might be onto something. We have moved our need from knowledge to applied wisdom, from expert to trusted authority. Knowledge is not a competitive advantage. Knowing how to apply that knowledge to achieve a specific outcome is. The idea of value around information is shifting. You need to know more than the obvious answer to any given questions. You need to be able to create new insights and repurpose old insights so that they are relevant. This is thought leadership. The infopreneur, a one-person business, such as an independent consultant, is a relatively new category of worker. Fiercely independent, unconventional, non-traditional, and growing in numbers. These people search for greater freedom and more control over their destiny. Here we look at the Million Dollar Expert Revenue Ladder. Throughout the book summary, we'll be touching on all of the different belts, starting from white belt with your turnover at $120,000, going all the way up to yellow, green, blue, red, all the way to black belt at $720,000, and all the way through black belt level 5, which is at $1.2 million a year. The game is to get paid extremely well and doing work you love, with people you like, the way you want. How do you become an infopreneur? The word infopreneur is a hybrid one, one that combines information and entrepreneurism. It is someone who sells their ideas and expertise, or their intellectual property, IP, in a way that others value. Infopreneurs become recognized as thought leaders when they clearly define a unique perspective or offering to the market based around the subject they are an expert in. When they build on an existing thinking in their level, we're going to look at the delivery model mode. Tell, show, and ask. Going from author, mentor, coach, facilitator, trainer, and speaker. Section 1, building a profitable practice. Chapter 1, shift in business model, practice versus business. You have to learn the rules of the game, and then you have to play better than anyone else. Albert Einstein. A successful business can operate separately from its founder or owner, and if it's set up right, it can be sold. An unsuccessful business is one where the owner has brought themselves a job, and typically a low-paid job with long hours working for a lunatic themselves. 
We're going to look at practice versus business. On the left, we have practice. On the right, we have business. Small team, large team. Low startup cost, high startup cost. Based around expert, based on systems. Has no value outside the founder, has value outside the founder. Can't be sold, can be sold. High profit margin, low profit margin. Low overheads, high overheads. Can be cash flow funded. Requires startup funding. Highly agile and responsive to market. Less agile and less responsive. In your practice, the primary focus is to think, sell, and deliver. The three lenses are your message, your market, and your method. We're going to look at the three M's model. So on the left, we have message, the clarification and packaging of your IP, intellectual property. On the right, market, the audiences that you target to sell your IP to. And the method, the delivery mechanism you use to share your IP. So to wrap, the message, what you know, market, who values what, and method, how you share that. Chapter two, your message. Think twice before you speak and you will speak more wisely for it. Benjamin Franklin. Your message needs to be relevant, thorough, elegant, and unique. First, find out what is already published or said, and then look for the new angle you can bring to it. Chapter three, your market. If you work just for money, you'll never make it. But if you love what you're doing and always put the customer first, success will be yours. Ray Kroc. Whose problems do your ideas solve? Until you have spent the time thinking through your message, you have no idea who will really benefit from it. You gain experience and subject matter expertise before you explore who to sell your thoughts to. For a practice to work profitably, you often need to have multiple niches. That means you will focus on several markets at the same time. You don't just communicate with them all in the one marketing conversation. It's all about finding your angle. As a subject matter expert, you have a message that is primary driver for how you communicate your ideas. The focus on market is then from a message out focus, not a market in approach. Rather than asking what does a specific market need, you ask how does what I know serve a specific market? The mantra we push in the Million Dollar Expert Program is the idea of doing what you love with people you like the way you want. Two distinct markets, public or professional. Market narrowly, deliver broadly. When we are starting out, we don't want to cut anyone out. So typically we market broadly. We cast the net wide. Unfortunately, this doesn't work. Paradoxically, the more targeted, the narrower the marketing is, the more effective it becomes. The power of positioning. These three strategies are business 101, nothing new. If you market, sell, and build relationships, you will drive growth through your business. They require you to push your value proposition out into the world. This is the work of getting business. When you are positioned as a thought leader in your field, everything gets easier. Referrals, recommendations, and positioning make growing your business almost effortless. When you get these dynamics working in your business, you begin to leverage reputation to pull business in the door. We're going to look at the expert to authority model. Down the bottom, we have push, marketing, sales, and relationships. And at the end, we have pull, referral, recommendation, and position. And you can see on the right there, times two, times three, times four, after you get to pull, it becomes a lot easier. 
There is a turning point when you go from being an expert to being an authority, often around the blue belt level, when you move from knowing something to being known for knowing something. The evolution of sales. Sales 101 is basically about selling techniques. It becomes a numbers game. See enough people and get good enough at your techniques and people will buy what you have to sell. The principle behind Sales 101 is some will, some won't, so what? Get on with it. Sales 201 is basically about relationship selling. Get to know me well enough and build enough shared experience with me and it's likely I will do business with you. The principle behind Sales 201 is that people do business with people they like. Sales 301 is basically about diagnostic selling. Ask enough questions and understand enough about the people's buying criteria and you can create a proposition that gets you the business. The principle behind diagnostic selling is understand me, show me that you get it and we will do business. And we have a sales 401. It's all about authority selling. You know something and others might just have a need that you have already nailed a solution for. It's about you disclosing your expertise first and asserting a level of knowledge on how to fix key issues that people may be experiencing rather than asserting their level of need and creating a proposal, diagnostic selling. The principle behind authority selling is, I know what's going on and can help you with that. Problem bridging, step one, known spoken problems. This will be the problem that people openly discuss and believe that, to date, no one has come up with a solution for. Step two, known unspoken problems. The unspoken problems are typically personal fears and concerns. Doubt often creeps in here. And step three, draw a value model. A value model is a contextual diagram you can draw to explain the placement of your ideas in the context of the person's situation. Value models are essentially helping people with three issues. Where am I on this journey? Location. Where do I want to go next? Aspiration. And what do I value most? Currency. Step four, the unknown unspoken problems essentially one of your IP snapshots. Chapter four, your method. Knowledge is of no value unless you put it into practice. How you get your message to the market. Essentially, it is the means of mechanism mythology that you will use to deliver your ideas. There are three broad delivery methods. Number one, tell, where you deliver great ideas through stories and examples. Two is show, where you deliver great ideas through a learning process. And three, ask, where you deliver by asking questions that lead people to your ideas. We're going to now look at tell, show, and ask. Starting from the top right, author, mentor, coach, facilitator, trainer, and speaker. We have the direct mode. The direct channel allows you to focus immediately on individuals. It is the communication that is intended to be directed so that an individual can receive it. Tell equals authorship. Show equals mentor. Ask equals coach. Indirect. The indirect channel allows you to deliver your message to a larger group. It is not so much targeted to an individual, but more to a group of individuals. Tell equals speaker. Show equals trainer. And ask equals facilitator. We suggest that you package your expertise so it can be delivered out across all of any of those six channels. It's much easier to get $100,000 per year from each of the six modes than to get $600,000 per year from one. 
Speaker mode. Speaking is about telling. It often involves speaking to many people in a direct way that delivers a specific message. Speaking is the broadcast channel. The minute a speaker gets to a large audience, they are able to influence significantly more people than in any other modes. It's a leveraged way to gain influence. Speakership is the 21st century's voice of leadership. It's the key to greater influence, engagement, and driving of energy through your business. Author mode. Like speaking, authorship is also about telling, but through a different channel. It is the transference of your message to others on their time and in their place. Alongside speaking, writing is one of the most powerful and common means of delivering your ideas. Writing enables you to speak with one voice to many people at great distances, regardless of the time and if translated language barriers. Writing gives you huge leverage in a global market. Author comes from the root word authority, and being an author immediately positions you as an authority in a chosen topic. Electronic forms of writing are more effective than publishing a book. Electronic publishing can be written and distributed quickly to capture a moment and a market interest, and an ebook now outsells physical books. Having your articles published in print media adds credibility and makes you an expert in your area. Trainer mode. Training is about showing. Often it is sharing a process with a group of people in a way that allows them to learn a new skill. Training allows you to show others what they need to do and how to do it. It is about providing a set of skills and a process to create a behavioral change across a group of people. Mentor mode. Mentoring is about sharing your past experience. This is often in a one-on-one setting that allows you to share insights that you have learned in a similar situations or similar roles. You actually get to participate in the journey of the person you mentor, and this helps you refine your thinking and clarify your instincts in such a way that you can leverage them again and again. Mentors make it their job to understand what they do so well that they can reverse engineer it for other people. They have to go from being great at something to being masterful at it. The mastery comes when you know it inside out and are able to teach the process to others so they can get benefit. Mentors are people who have been there, done that. Coaching mode. Coaching is about asking an individual key questions. Often it is about allowing them to explore their own viewpoints and reflect on the issues they currently face. Coaching is the art of asking great questions in a one-on-one setting. Great coaches ask questions that plant the seed in the individual, which blossom to take their thinking to another level. Not all modes are created equal. In the tell modes, you got to know people. In the show modes, you got to know something. The ask modes, you got to be present. Chapter 5, Practice Cluster Strategies. The key to strategy is omission, Peter Drucker. Every great practice is basically a series of profitable projects. A profitable project is best defined in the million dollar expert practice as some combination of message, market, and method. Any specific combination of these three M's is called a cluster. If you've got a book, it's much easier to get speaking gigs. Deliver a great keynote address and people want to buy your training program. Run a kick-ass training day and you'll be in demand for your mentoring and so on. Detail three M's. We're going to look at message, market, and method. Problems, perspective, preferences. What you know, who values that, and how you share that. Every thought we sell has three dimensions. The content, concrete. 
the concept specific and the context abstract. We have to know when to fail fast and to cut and run on ideas that no longer serve us. Charles Darwin paraphrases that it is not the strongest of the species that survives, not the most intelligent, but the one most responsive to change. Adapt or die. Chapter 6, Climbing the Million Dollar Expert Revenue Ladder. In traditional Japanese martial arts, there were originally only two belts, a white belt and a black belt. For years, you wore a white belt, and then eventually you got your black belt. Typically, it would take 7 to 10 years to get a black belt. The common pitfalls. Failing to clarify your message and your market. Attempting to move up the million dollar expert revenue ladder too quickly. Over-investing in offices, staff, and overheads. Doubting your ability to generate a million dollar practice. It is not the circumstances that are holding you back. It is you. However, the problem lies in the perception of money, not with money itself. It is likely that years and possibly generations of false logic, the self-limiting beliefs of peers, role models, or family, have sculptured within you negative associations to money. We're going to look at the nine wealth mindsets model. Focus, growth, and game. We'll go through the stages as we go. Growth stage one, genesis and the rookie game. There are three mindsets for getting your expert practice and your life up and going. They fall into three contexts, visions, action, and comprehension. To get started on any endeavor, we believe it works best to create your vision through a possibility mindset. Keep yourself in constant action with a persistence mindset and increase your comprehension of others through your empathy mindset. Mindset one, possibility mindset. The key to practicing a possibility mindset is not to confuse probability with possibility. Probability is determined by past experience. Possibility is determined by your imagination. Possibility mindset mantra. See beyond your thoughts and feelings. Mindset two, persistence mindset. The second mindset is what makes things happen. A possibility mindset without the persistence of action leaves you with nothing more than flights of fantasy. Feelings follow from behavior rather than precede them. Get them mentoring on what actions will help you to fulfill on the possibilities you came up with. And then persist with those actions until you achieve something. Pick three actions you can take and then build on accountability structure around persisting with them, particularly in the face of failures. Persistent mindset mantra. Do something you don't feel like doing. Mindset three, empathy mindset. The third and final mindset to adopt at the rookie level of infopreneur expert is about understanding others. The empathy mindset. Contrary to popular belief, Building an expert practice is not all about you and your ideas. True commercial success is the marriage between your ideas and your target market's perception. Only by authentically putting yourself in their shoes can you understand what value means to an end user or key client. Growth stage two, expansion and the pro game. Mindset four, courage mindset. Identify your fear, then overcome it. Many people think courage is the absence or removal of fear, but in fact, it is the acceptance of your fear and setting your mind to push through it. That is courage. Courage mindset mantra. Act outside your comfort zone. 
Mindset 5. Innovation Mindset Most people who do not achieve the financial success they wish to achieve are not willing to take the risks required. Innovation is achieved by practicing original thinking and creating new approaches. The single biggest mistake for would-be innovators is to confuse innovation with invention. Innovation Mindset Mantra Draw outside the lines. Mindset 6. Collaboration Mindset No geniuses have ever been completely realized on their own. The myth of the maverick guru is just that, a myth. As human beings, we need connection with each other like we need oxygen. Think about it. The ultimate form of punishment is solitary confinement. Position yourself and partner with other recognized experts. Drop the competitive mindset and replace it with the collaborative mindset is critical. Collaboration mindset mantra. Sell your peers. Growth stage three. Transcendence and the superstar game. The three mindsets for the superstar game are grounded in the three contexts of persistence, resilience, and mastery. To transcend the money game altogether, to let go of attachment, yet to earn more easily than previously imagined. We believe these mindsets make all the difference. You will establish your presence through a humility mindset, build your resilience through an opportunity mindset, and achieve mastery in guiding others through a generosity mindset. Mindset 7. Humility Mindset Getting stuck in ego will see you held back from future growth. Humility in this space is a lack of arrogance, but not a lack of achievement or excellence. Humility Mindset Mantra Acceptance is far more powerful than pride. Mindset 8. Opportunity Mindset See opportunities where most would have trouble seeing much more than a disaster. Create functional meaning from dysfunctional experiences. Look back on your lowest moment and regard them as the best thing that ever happened to you because of how they spurred you to create and grow. Opportunity Mindset Mantra Bounce back and then forward. Mindset 9. Generosity Mindset Put ego aside and give openly and freely to others of what you know, and so that they can excel at what they do. True mastery is command over one's ego and personal need. A generosity mindset is not easy to develop, but its success lies in the act of giving without expectation or recognition. To live a truly profitable and rewarding life, people are best served by constantly working on their wealth mindset, whether you wish to achieve greater financial reward or not. Your primary job as a thought leader in your practice is to think, sell, and deliver. Stop trying to be someone else and start being yourself in a new environment. You win every game you lose. If you have made a mistake, turn it into an opportunity. Work on the ability to be non-judgmental. Expect to fail a lot in the beginning. The faster you can fail, the better. It's not the measure of you as a person. Chapter 7, White Belt, Stage 1 is Decision. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're usually right. Henry Ford. White Belt is the first level on the Million Dollar Expert Revenue Ladder. It's where you as a thought leader practice is generating an income of $10,000 a month or $120,000 a year. Focus decision. The focus at the white belt level is decision. The first decision at white belt is deciding to build a thought leader practice.
The word decide comes from the same family of words as homicide, suicide, regicide, genocide, side meaning to kill. Decide literally means to kill off alternatives. You need to decide which message and which market and kill off the others that will distract you. Decide on one market, one message, and deliver that message to that market. Five things to do at white belt level. Commit. Choose your message, market, and method. Enhance your database. Start your procedure manual. And measure the right things. In your thought leadership practice, there are four critical things to measure. Number one, your thinking. Number two, what you sell. Three, what you deliver. And four, the cash that comes in. Find a mentor, someone who has achieved what you want to achieve and is willing to help you do it faster than they did. Chapter eight, yellow belt. Stage two, value. Price is what you pay. Value is what you get. Warren Buffett. Yellow belt corresponds to $20,000 a month or $240,000 a year from your practice. The focus for yellow belt is value. The importance of thinking in terms of value, of selling value, and of course, delivering value. The concept of value is very powerful because it takes us out of our own world and into that of our clients and our market. What will deliver value to them? Five things to do at yellow belt. Value your expertise. Value your time. Reevaluate your prices and increase. Within your thought leadership practice, be commercial. Don't be low value work. Recognize that the more low value work you hang on to, the harder it is to move up the belts. Four, build a communication platform. Use one of the numerous software platforms that automates this communication process. And five, foster your network of like-minded thought leaders. We view this as creating two critical components necessary for the infopreneur to be successful. Knowledge and network. Play a bigger game. Invest in yourself. And the more you learn, the more you earn. Chapter 9. Green Belt. If you always put limits on everything you do, physical or anything else, it will spread into your work and your life. There are no limits. There are only plateaus. And you must not stay there. You must go beyond them. Bruce Lee. Green Belt is the third level and corresponds to $30,000 a month or $360,000 a year from your practice. The focus at Green Belt is activity. Do more stuff. Think more, sell more, and deliver more. Work harder. Push through. Five things to do at Green Belt. Cancel all fun. Maintain your energy platforms. Speak more and create a new distribution channel. Write more. Blog in, tweet in, and submit articles to Pacific magazines around your area of expertise. And fail fast. Advice from a green belt? Run a practice, not a business. Think big, spend small, invest wisely. Success breeds success, and the more successful you feel, the more successful you become. The bigger you are, the more in demand you'll be. The more that's going on, the more people would want you to get involved in their business and their lives. Chapter 10, Blue Belt. It's not who you know, it's who knows you. Blue Belt is the fourth level on the revenue model, and it's the point when it actually starts to get easier. At Blue Belt, your practice starts to have its own momentum. 
your practice starts to have its own attraction and will continue to grow as long as you focus on positioning. Focus, positioning. Positioning is about amplifying the magnetic part of your business. And that's our focus at Blue Belt. Activities and the projects that position you as an authority in your field. You want to get to the point where your name will always come up when someone is looking to do something in your area. Five things to do at Blue Belt. Number one, brand you. Where are you going to be famous for? Two, get your book published. Writing a book is the ultimate piece of positioning. If you have written a book, suddenly you are the expert. It gives you instant credibility. Being an author makes it much more likely that you will be booked for a keynote address that people will come to your training events and will hire you for mentoring, facilitating, and training. In short, it sells all your other modes. Three, collaborate with other experts. Four, take a leadership position within your community. And five, get media coverage, traditionally or via social media. Chapter 11, Red Belt. Red Belt is the fifth level on the Million Dollar Expert Revenue Ladder. It's $50,000 a month or $600,000 a year. At Red Belt, your practice starts to incorporate some components of a traditional business. You'll start to leverage more off the other people's time and leverage your own IP more effectively. Focus is leverage. Five things to do at Red Belt. Number one, get other people delivering your IP. Two, leverage other people's markets. Three, leverage other people's IP. And four, create products. Audio presentation, ebooks, DVDs, and CDs. Books, training manuals, games, online memberships, webinar series, online learning programs. And five, engage the third member of your team. Chapter 12, Black Belt. Put all your eggs in one basket and then watch that basket. Andrew Carnegie. Black Belt is the $60,000 a month or $720,000 a year. The focus is investment. Five things to do at Black Belt. Invest in your practice efficiently. Train your competitors. This makes you the master. Invest in your professional development. Establish at the university of you and enroll yourself in it. Set your curriculum at the start of the year. The things you want to learn, what courses you want to attend, what books you want to read, etc. Get the best self-education you possibly can. And four. Do more work you love with the people you enjoy. And five, crank up your clusters. Advice for someone starting out? Do the work. Combine your thinking and commercialize your thinking to build your practice. Dreams don't come true. You do. Dreams aren't going to do it. You actually have to go do the work. And that takes complete commitment to the process. Get over yourself and genuinely reflect more on your customer's behalf. Your success will help many, many people. Your failure is likely to help no one, including yourself. Chapter 13, Beyond Black Belt. Let's live now. Thinking of seven generations of children following us. Native American proverb. Five choices you can make to go beyond Black Belt. Grow. More of the same and work harder. Shift. Change gears and work smarter. Flip. 
Take yourself out of the game and turn it on its head. Combined. Let your practice be the rainmaker for your business. And five, live. Use your practice as an experience passport. Take out your bucket list and start ticking things off. We're going to look at the black belt model. Shift, focus on leverage. Flip, turn into business. And grow, focus on sales. And mix, run a hybrid model. Five things to do beyond black belt. Engage your tribe. Turn your customers into a movement. We are tribal creatures. We evolved into tribes and we love to belong. Get productively obsessed. Look at building more capacity. Obsess about distribution. Focus more on your legacy work. A legacy is best defined as planting a tree under which you will never sit. Successful strategies going from white belt to black belt with Peter Sheehan. Number one, quality on the platform. Number two, positioning. Number three, publishing. Number four, doing the work. And number five, be prepared to throw away what works. Gary Kasparov, the world chess champion, talks about the gravity of success, about how we get anchored to a certain way of doing things, anchored to a certain belief system, or comfortable in a level of success that robs us of the ability to get to the next level. It's the willingness to just keep breaking free of your belief systems, keep breaking free of your work habits and your disciplines, and keep breaking free of even your own fears about what you think you can charge. Chapter 14, Practice Longevity. Getting to black belt is often a three-year journey, and reaching financial independence from your practice can take around 10 years. Five things to achieve our long-term goals. Choice, methodology, support, accountability, and structure. Number one is choice. Choose to run a million-dollar expert practice. Useful ideas for dealing with the fear of failure. No one else cares. Small improvements can get big results. No regrets. Failure is a part of life. And number two, methodology. Your how. Method, market, mode, clusters, revenue ladder. And three, support. Your A-team. Surround yourself with people who are on the same path and who believe in you. And four, accountability. Sticking to the plan. And last, number five, structure. What to do when. Chapter 15, Wealth Plan. 10 years to financial independence. If you are willing to make the necessary trade-offs of your time, energy, and consumption habits, you can begin building wealth and achieving financial independence. Thomas Stanley, the millionaire next door. There are three things and three things only that dictate how quickly you reach financial independence. Number one, how much you earn. Number two, how much you spend. And number three, how well you invest. The top three characteristics of millionaires in the book, The Millionaire Next Door. Number one, lived well below their means. Create a gap between what you earn and what you spend. And number two, prioritize financial independence over high social status. And three, allocate time, energy, and money efficiently in ways conducive to building wealth. And that's a wrap on Sell Your Thoughts, How to Earn a Million Dollars a Year as a Thought Leader, written by Matt Church, Peter Cook, and Scott Steen. Buy the book, 
look back on our channel for previous video book summaries, and subscribe to our channel for future books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram for daily book summaries. Search hashtag bestbookbits. Thanks for watching, and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.